the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. The text for our meditation this morning are the scripture readings that were read for you earlier. So, what is your favorite restaurant? Is it the taste of the food? Or is it the ambiance, the atmosphere? Now, I would imagine that if I took a poll, that the vast majority of you would say, it's got to be both. In order for that food to taste good, it's got to be in a great atmosphere. And so it is, I'd like to apply those two principles of food and ambiance equals experience, a positive experience, into how it is that you and I can show that we love our church by sharing. So in our gospel reading for today, we heard Jesus tell us some pretty basic things. He says, you are the salt of the world, and you are the light of the world. Jesus is telling us that God has entrusted to us the responsibility of letting people taste and see that the Lord is good. So let's break that down just a little bit. You are. This is a statement. It's not you should be. It is you are. If you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are the salt of the earth. What salt do? It brings out the taste in food, right? Now, I understand that some of you may have sodium restrictions and all of those other challenges of life, but you know that salt does add taste to food, especially when that food is bland. So if somebody brings you a plate of food or you get some food somewhere and you taste it, you go, would you please pass the salt? Right? I hope you can see the significance of this metaphor that Jesus gave. He wants us to know that the gift of faith that he has given to us is a gift that we are not to hoard and keep to ourselves. It is a gift that he uses to transform us so that we can have a positive impact in our world and in other people's lives that we are in contact with. So as we are a positive influence to people, we are bringing God's kingdom, Jesus' kingdom, as he showed people love and care into their lives as well. So it doesn't matter our status or our profession. This kingdom life that you and I have received by God's grace is truly a gift that can influence people that are involved in our lives in a number of different ways. Jesus also said, you are the light of the world We've heard that illustration used a number of different times in our life, and I'd like you to imagine what it was like for the people that were listening to Jesus in his day. Because today we have wonderful light, right? But in the homes they had, 
They were smaller than many people have today. They had a few windows. And so it was rather dark in many of these homes. They didn't have electricity. So they had to use what was available for them to give light. They would oftentimes have a little lamp made out of clay that had oil placed in it with a wick. So they would light that wick, and that lamp was used to give light in their homes. Now imagine how dim that would be for us today, but what an impact it had in their lives to bring light to their world. So Jesus tells us that when you take this lamp and you put it on a lamp stand, you can see much better than if you put it down on the ground or on the floor. That's kind of a no-brainer for us. We have, like to have lampstands, and we put lights on lampstands today as well because that light radiates. So Jesus tells us that we are to be these lights, these lamps, if you will, in our world that will be able to radiate his light into people's lives especially people who are living in darkness. The amazing thing is it's the Holy Spirit who has transformed us. When did the Holy Spirit transform you and me? Obviously, it's in the waters of baptism. It's in God's Word working in our lives. As we continue to read that Word and digest that Word and apply that Word in our lives, we can have a positive impact so we can share that love of Jesus in what we're doing. And also we can have a positive impact in what we say. Simple words. Jesus loves you. May the Lord Jesus be with you. May God watch over you this day. I'll pray that Jesus will be with you today. Any number of different ways that we can say simple things, but also by just going up to someone and showing that we care, introducing ourselves, and listening to them, developing relationships that God would have us develop as he places us into those relationships. So just think of how we can be a positive influence in our world. Just think about what that means in a very practical way. As salt and light, we bring taste and influence into other people's lives on a daily basis. So food and atmosphere equal a positive experience. Then this experience that God has given to us can be an experience for people who see us. An experience of God's kingdom. Can you imagine that you and I can have a positive influence in people's lives just as Jesus did? Of course, we're not perfect. We didn't come to die for them. He already did. And that's the blessing that he gives us as we can be a positive influence in people's lives. Think of what God has entrusted into your care and into my care, the responsibilities. You are the light of the world. Jesus doesn't say, be a light when you feel like it. Be a salt when you feel like it. No. This is who you are. This is who I am. This is what God calls us to be. 
Let's think about our culture today. How do you feel about our culture? Do you see our culture today as being dark? Going through a lot of difficulties and challenges? Do you see our culture wanting to snuff out the love of Jesus and prevent people from sharing that love of Jesus with others? If you believe that to be the case, the question is simply this. How are you being a light into this dark culture? How are you bringing the salt into this world? If our culture is bland and dark, then we need to be salt. We need to be light. We don't let the culture dampen us, put out our lights. But instead, by the Spirit's power, we are able to be the salt and to be the light that God has given to us the ability to be. The world doesn't want us to do it. The devil doesn't want us to do it. Just as we sang, don't let Satan, right? We don't want to let Satan do that. We don't have to let Satan do that. The devil was defeated when Jesus died on the cross. But he doesn't want us as his followers to believe that. He wants us to believe that we should cower in fear. But we need not do so. Because Jesus says, I am with you always, and I will give you the words to speak. So Jesus wants us to bring our values to our culture. The values, of course, that are God's values. The values that we heard in our gospel reading. The Beatitudes, you know, those ones. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And so forth. Think about what that means for us to be to our world, our culture. We're blessed. Blessed by God. We are blessed by God because we are poor in spirit, because we are mourning and meek and merciful and pure, and because we strive for peace. These characteristics allow God to establish his kingdom here on earth in our lives as we affect those around us in positive ways. We are a positive seasoning in our world. We are a positive light into our world. And how that can have a positive impact in people's lives. Being salt and light is all about our lifestyle. This is about who we are. This is about how we live. The values in you and in me in how we live out our lives bring flavor to a bland world. Bring light to a dark world filled with sin. And as people have the opportunity to experience Christ's love, his light, his taste in our lives, it can be an effective change and transformation for them as the Holy Spirit works through his word in our lives and in theirs. A few days ago, I read the story about a young man, a 19-year-old, who almost OD'd 
on soy sauce in 2013. The article goes like this. He drank a quart, you know, a quart of soy sauce because, of course, <clears throat> his friends had challenged him to do that. Now, the fascinating thing about this article is that it tells us that he is the first person known to deliberately overdose on salt, on such a high amount of salt, and survive with no lasting neurological problems. And that's because of the immediate medical care that he received. Now, I've shared this story with you so that we can take a look at how it is that we can, in fact, live out our lives. We are called to bring the salt and the light to our world, not so that people will be blinded by the sun or OD on sodium, but in fact, the question for us to ask is this. Are we a seasoning and a shining or are we a blinding and a gagging? Let me give you an example of what may be a gagging. Perhaps you've seen the people who have those sandwich boards. And written on those sandwich boards are words something like this. Repent of your sins. Trust in Jesus. He's coming soon, or something like that. And they may even be saying the same type of things as they are wearing these sandwich boards. The question is this. How do the people around them respond? Do you see anybody down on their knees repenting? Do you see anybody praying, asking God to transform their lives that they may trust in Jesus? It is things like these or when people speak words without showing love and compassion that it's more like the gagging. It's kind of like trying to force down a quart of soy sauce in somebody's throat. There are better ways, like showing that you love and care to people, to an individual, to a family, developing, developing that relationship with someone. It's actually easy to carry a sign around. It's a lot more difficult on a daily basis to take that time to reach out to people where we work, where we shop, to our neighbors, where we actually will take the time to listen, to introduce ourselves, to ask questions. So tell me your story. Is there something that I can do for you? Is there that something that maybe we can do for you? And eventually, perhaps sharing with them that love of Jesus for them as much as you. So God can have an important and impactful life in our lives when we show we care. So I'd like you to think about what you've been hearing during these past weeks as we've talked about, I love my church. 
I hope you've learned that loving the church is not about loving this building or loving our programs. It's really about relationships. It's about the relationships that we primarily have with God. That's the most important thing about our church. And then I hope you realize it's the importance of having relationships with other people and having the opportunity to share that love of Jesus with brothers and sisters in Christ, of course. It's so wonderful that we can have that support with, of one another. That, of course, flows through Jesus' love and the Spirit's work in our lives. But even more, it's not just about us who gather here. Because as Pastor Dan, in his first sermon, shared with us a Bible verse that Jesus shared. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. How will people know that we love one another if we keep that here inside our walls? We may be able to have that reputation here within our walls, but truly Jesus says, go and share my love with the people outside of these walls. If we can't season and shine Jesus' love with people who don't know about his love, then how can we be the salt and the light that Jesus says we are to be? Truly, we will have failed if we've only kept it to ourselves. Because Jesus says you are the salt and you are the light and you and I go out into the world. I'd like you to think about how you would answer this question. <clears throat> if our church ceased to exist, would the neighborhood mourn? If our church ceased to exist, would our neighborhood mourn? Would they say, no, you can't go? Or if we were to cease to exist, would our neighborhood even notice? It's important to be missed, not because of our reputation, but because Jesus has put us here for a reason. And that is to be the salt and to be the light. To share that love of Jesus Christ with the people in our neighborhood. So that they too might believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Because we remember the words of the scriptures. God wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. May God make it so. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which passes our human understanding, guard and protect us in the Christian faith until life everlasting. Amen.